our Twitter Twiddlers. Twiddlers. That's what we're calling listeners to our show, the Twiddlers. The Toast Twiddlers. It's the Movie Toasty Show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. Talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Hey, movie toasters! Welcome back for another exciting review. This is episode fifty-four. Fifty-four, everyone! Look at that! Look at us, Adam! Look at us! Can I just pause for a second? You said another exciting review. Are we only given one review tonight, Dennis? Just one. That was it. And tonight, I'm saying tonight too. Like I know what fucking time these people are listening to our episode. Fuck us! Not up we to suck you. Suck at this. I, I didn't make that claim. That was all you. That's that is all <laughs> on you, sir. Not me uh so uh yeah well, like dennis said we only have one review this week so it's gonna be like a five minute episode everyone it's gonna be great and like i said yeah, you gotta watch this listen to this at night you can't watch it i guess i guess you could uh watch the wavelengths or something i don't know what the fuck i'm saying here dennis please save me okay we're climbing out of there we're all good it's the, we're, we're moving forward we're moving past it we're good where, I, right. where we're going Ooh. i don't know but I, I i'm gonna take us there so don't you worry yourself so you. folks we just got to off the bat, we got some interesting feedback on some of our online polls this last week. There was a, a lot of interaction there. There's a, an especially um, fiery discussion of your favorite actor in the film, The Devil All the Time, sounds like, mm, among, yeah. among other polls. But uh, yeah, that was quite the quite the reaction there. Who, so who ended up coming out on top for for favorite cast member from that film all right so here here's who, who we had we had tom holland robert pattinson bill skarsgård and jason clark so tom holland came in dead last with 6.7 percent after that the runner-up was jason clark with 11.9 hmm. then bill skarsgård came in at 12.4 and sweeping house is rob pattinson at 68.9 percent and we had a grand total of 193 votes. So that, that was pretty badass, I thought. To get the the shiny guy, the shiny guy in the movie. He's got a lot of fans. Mm. People like who, that. Who would you vote for if you if you if you were a part of this oh, poll? That's a tough one, because I, I, I like a lot of these actors for a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. Jason Clark, I, I think might have almost been my knee jerk reaction. But if I sit and think about it for a really long time, at least in this movie, I love tom holland's character he i thought he killed that movie i'm with you i feel like without him the movie would be good but i feel like he's the heart and soul of this movie yes to me. he was like the breath of fresh air he's the you know i i thought he he brought it home in that one yeah tom holland hmm. i i know it just sounds like i'm picking the lowest <laughs> i got to spider-man a heads up oh yeah i'm always gonna i'm always gonna uh, be team spider-man you know that so yeah <laughs> So uh, interesting that we we mentioned Spider Man here. Uh, on, so pretty much, I was I was promoting the episode on Twitter, and I'm like, let's have some polls to go along to promote. So uh, sticking with Spider Man, I put out there uh, a poll of after Avengers: Infinity War. Spoiler alert, everyone! Some people die in this movie, or no. they they turn to dust from oh shit. Start. I don't feel so good. Hey, Mike, bud, could you edit that out? We don't want people to know that people died in a movie a few years ago from Thanos snapping. Uh, Thanos but, I mean, what? if you don't want to edit out, snapping? What? Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Wait, so that means people know Thanos is in the movie. Fuck. Oh, uh, we gotta get rid of Son of a bitch! Yep, um, so, yeah. So, Just so I, I put it out there as who you miss the most. Uh, I picked a couple of random people. I put Black Panther, Dr. Stephen Strange, Spider-Man, and Scarlet Witch. So this was to go along with our WandaVision review that we put out there. Uh, so, Dan, who do you think, uh, peop- um, uh, I say America, who do you think are Twiddler- Twiddler- Twiddlers? Twiddlers. Twiddlers. Uh, who- <laughs> That's what we're calling listeners to our show, the, the Twiddlers. The Toast Twiddlers. They twiddle things. Uh who do you think people uh, miss the most at the end of that movie? Who do they miss the most? Yeah, who who uh hmm. yeah, who 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 out of out of Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, and Scarlet Witch. I it's, and I will say two of these were a tie. 
uh, two characters died. Black Panther? One character got no votes. This is my guess. Surprisingly, I thought that because we just lost Chadwick Boseman and people loved Black Panther. Yeah. He got zero votes. He oh. was he was dead last. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. wow. I'm out of touch, folks. So that leaves that leaves Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and Scarlet Witch, and two of the characters uh tied uh dead in the middle with twenty two point two percent votes. So that leaves one person getting fifty five point two. Spider Man had to be the because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, right? You think oh. that. No. No, Spider Man and Scarlet Witch died. Doctor Strange, people miss Doctor Fucking Strange. I don't get it. That blows my mind. I would have voted for Spider-Man initially. I mean, I I, I love Doctor Strange. Though. His character is really awesome. And the fact that he's easily one of the more powerful of the Avengers. But I True. think there's something about his presence among the group that he has that level headedness and everything is so mm. like, matter of fact with him. And I like even in the end, he saw how it needed to play out. And that's why he made it. So yeah it's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool character trait that he has the his abilities are incredible so it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, and that was a cool scene when he was like doing all the research and stuff and like fucking iron man's like uh what are we gonna do and he's like fuck you there's like infinite possibilities <laughs> exactly that's that's not, that's not quoted at all i mean that's what my version would be that's the original that's script. why i'm not writing marvel movies yeah um and then we had on here um Who's more badass uh, from the Mandalorian season two uh, trailer uh, between the Mando and the child? Who, who would you vote for? Who, who's more of a badass? Who's now who more of a badass? Now, can we define if we if we define the term badass as just doing just in general, how they carry themselves cooler more often? Yeah. If, if that is the only measure, then it would have to be the Mandalorian, in my opinion, because the the child doesn't necessarily have to like it's cute. It's cuter. I will give you that one. True. But is it more True. badass all the time? I think in general, the one that can do the do the shooting, pilot the ship and in mm. in general care for their lives. That That's the uh, the more badass to me. OK, not, not denying the right, powers. So- I'm, I'm I'm disagreeing with you here. When he fucking when when the child force choked the fuck out of what was it, Gina Carano's character or some other people, when he let yeah. out his fucking force powers, I I was like he's fucking my guy. So uh, it's funny enough that we 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 divided here because they got a fifty fifty uh, split <laughs> poll right down the middle of these two guys. Well, there we go. See that that yeah, part we and, uh, we get that. Much. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not like fuck you guys. You guys don't care about these guys here. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what else we had poll wise. And I know people are probably like, can we get to the fucking reviews? That's what we signed up for. But, uh, this next one's going to set us up for talking about some, uh, big movie that we have coming up tonight. Uh, so I put out there briefly, we only got two votes on this, but it was unanimous what people like the most, uh, out of, out of these four Bill Murray movies, which is your favorite Bill Murray movie? Ghostbusters, The Life Aquatic, Caddyshack, and Lost in, Tran- Lost in Translation. Ooh. I can't fucking talk. Lost in Translation. So out of those movies, Dennis, which one would you vote for? Okay, um, oh, I personally would probably, just between those, now this is, I know I'm getting mm-hmm. judgment for this, but probably Ghostbusters. It. Yeah, I would have I would have voted for Ghostbusters too. I'm not a big Caddyshack fan. Life Aquatic was a little too... I don't know, artsy or something. It's it was a, yeah. off to me. And I like and it. And Lost in Translation was beautiful, but Ghostbusters is so fucking iconic. Yeah. So with that being said, the two votes for a hundred percent went to Lost in Translation. Wow. Thank you for a bros. Dennis, you wanna wanna <laughs> I was thinking that too. It doesn't tell us who it was, but maybe it was our buddies Derek and Dylan oh. Smith. Uh, Dennis, but that that's kind of monumental. Do you wanna fill the people in why that's interesting that that was chosen? Yes, because we are actually at the end of this episode, uh, we are both going to jointly review On the Rocks, which is the latest film by Sofia Coppola, also starring Bill Murray and co- uh, well, co-starring Bill Murray, starring Rashida Jones. Let's let's get that yeah. title correct because I ooh I, I don't want to jump too far ahead. She, she yep. was great. She was great. I will mm-hmm. just say that much. And he was great. And he was. She great was too. the driving force of this yes, movie. For um, sure. So. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited because, like I said, in the past, we've gotten a couple of screeners and they've been movies that are are fine. They're good. 
But they're not movies that many people have probably heard of, but people have heard of Sofia Coppola. Uh, people definitely have heard of uh, Bill Murray, and yeah. I'm pretty sure people know Rashida Jones. But the fact that uh, this movie is kind of out right now in limited release in some art house theaters, but the fact that we got screen- a screener from Apple TV+, Plus, uh, I'm just ecstatic to talk about it, even if oh, I yeah. hate the movie or love the movie. It's, it's nice to have a new big movie that comes out uh, on October 23rd, the world will be able to see it at home. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm pumped about it too. It'll be the first time we get to share something that, that's going to be landing in this type of platform. So it's, it's mm. exciting for us. We're excited for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I, I guess we, we fucked around a bit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. That was, that was fun. That was a good time. Please. Let us know on uh, any social media at movie underscore toast. If you like the polls, if you think you want to hear more about polls or if you think polls are fucking dumb, let us know, because I think it's something I might want to incorporate more in the show. Yeah, I don't well, know about you, Dennis. Well, we'll take a poll and see what you think. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it, folks. And on that. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, so I, I Dennis, think you got to. What, what are you doing? Are we ending the show right there? I yep. don't know. It was over. That was it. Okay. It's done. It was good. Review. Right, guys, that was our one review. We gave you a little information on On the Rocks. Check it out, guys. Yeah. That, that was our review. Have a good night. Once again, you have to listen at night. If you listen in the day, oh my God. it doesn't fucking count. You're out. <laughs> Forget everything you heard. No. And the one review that wasn't even a review. Oh, no, no, no. Let's give, let's give the folks what they're here for. I think we're ready for okay. the first one, sir. I, I, I know you're itching to to tell us about this first movie. Yeah, so I uh, saw two movies that were more independent movies. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't, but there's a common link in these two movies. Uh, Richard Jenkins, you might know him as the dad from Stepfather. He was kind of the co-star in uh, the fish banging movie, fucking um, Shape of Water. Um, So (laughs) I'm going to start off with one movie that he's in called The Last Shift. This is about a guy who's worked at a fast food company in the middle of America, um, it's like a local-owned company that sells chicken and fish, and he works the late shift. I believe it starts from midnight to like 6 a.m. He's worked there for 38 years, and he's finally retiring because he wants to go to Florida, get his mother out of a nursing home, and just he wants to give her a better life. And he's put his hours and to working and dedication working into this fast food restaurant. So it comes down to... He has to train the new guy that's taking his spot because there's only one person that works the late shift. And the thing about this is the new guy that's coming in, he's like, fuck it. It's a job. I don't care that much. I'm just going to barely do the bare minimum to scrape by. And he's like, no, no, you got to fucking learn this shit. He doesn't say any of this. So (laughs) Richard Jenkins, well, I mean, that's the basis of it. Richard Jenkins kind of plays a guy who has mental disability. Like he's kind of, he has a, it seems like he has some type of disability that they don't mention. He has a bad knee. He, they mention that, but like, he seems naive. Um, He talks kind of like a child. He, He doesn't act like an adult. And it's sad because they, they show that this company has taken advantage of him and used him like shit. And they don't really care about him at one point. They give him a going away present, which is a $50 gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, Jesus. And this is a guy that's been there so fucking long, and he, he's dedicated to the job, yeah. and that's all they give him. So, uh, and on the flip side of that, this new guy who's uh, coming in, his name's Javon. He is recently released from prison, and he has a, a girlfriend and a child at home, and he's on parole. And one of the things is you got to have a job. Or you going back in the slammer? And so it's like he doesn't really care about the job, but he has to learn to to love the job, essentially. And that's all I'm going to say about this movie. But I will say the performances are great. And some of the supporting cast members in here, uh, Ed O'Neill plays uh, wow. Richard Jenkins' best friend. And it's kind of nice seeing him post Modern Family and mm. post uh, fucking Married with Children. Oh yeah, and post Dragnet. But uh, <laughs> I think he did a Dragnet show in like the early two thousands that nobody knows or cares about. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to see him on the big screen. Since I'm gonna say post Dutch because I, that's the last big movie I can think of <laughs> oh, that he was in. Uh, then they have Allison Tolman, who uh, was her big smash hit role was from that Fargo TV show season one. Oh yeah. Um, 
And then uh, the brother of Richard Jenkins is played by one of my fucking favorites. Um, one of my favorites. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm blanking I on the name remember. It's here on. It's a uh, Stephen. Oh my He's God. only in yes. one scene, but he plays the more successful brother who kind of takes care of Richard Jenkins character, Stanley. And he's the one that put the mother in the nursing home. Mm. And you kind of tell there's some anim- animosity between the two of them. And uh, yeah, so it's nice. It's a great cast. It's kind of a confined movie. Uh, the acting is top notch. It kind of drags on a little bit. And the story kind of is repetitive with, I don't care about this job and you should care. And then we're bonding and we're not bonding. So mm. I'm going to give the, Last shift, probably I'm going to go with two and a half stars out of four stars. No, I'm not fucking talking about stars. I'm talking about fucking slices of toast. Slices. That's right. Two and a half Uh, stars. Yeah. But like I said, it's good. It just drags on a bit. The story's a little repetitive. So I'm going to jump into the next movie that has Richard Jenkins in it. And I'll I'll tell you about the cast before I tell you what the movie is. Is it Catalina Uh, Wendrickson? Yes. That's the movie? Yes. Uh-huh. It's the sequel to Step Brothers called The Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. The oh, Catalina ooh, Wine Mixer. I watched the shit out of that. <laughs> the Prestige Catalina. Worldwide. Wide. 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 Uh, wide. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Selena, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I'll do you in the bottom while you drink a sangria. Nachos, lemonheads, my dad's boat. You won't go down because my dick can float. Uh, I, 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 it's been a while. I don't know. I probably butchered that up, but um, yeah. So it's not that. I watched that was a movie. I, right. You know, now I watch Step Brothers. God damn it. Uh, uh, this movie has Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld and a bunch of movies. Uh, it has Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin. I've never seen that, but that's like her big thing. Uh, and Deborah Winger, who was like, I think, a big celebrity in the 80s and 90s. And I bet she's still around. But oh, yeah, honestly, I don't know what she's from. And and my man, Richard Jenkins. So this is a movie called Kajillionaire. Um, it's about a family who doesn't act like a family. They're a family who kind of they're kind of uh, schemers and plotters. And they're, they, they live in a uh, kind of like. A, an abandoned telemarketer like office that's and on the other side of okay what's that i was gonna say that's what that is i remember when we, we did a trailer talk a while yeah. back on this one and it just it looked fascinating to me so i've been looking forward to your yeah. review of this and on the other side of the of this area that they're living in is a bubble factory <laughs> and at a specific time each day bubbles fill through and come over and, and start filling their walls up. So they got to be able to go with buckets to scoop it up and clean up. But on Thursdays, it comes twice. And uh, so pretty much they pay the owner of the bubble factory to live there. And they're, they're past due on rent. And like I said, they are kind of con men, uh, essentially. And, and Evan Rachel Wood is, uh, she's, she's never actually been treated like a child. They just treat her as if you're one of the members of the group. They, uh, whenever they pull a con, they split everything 50, 50, 50. So I guess they split it three ways. So that's not 50, 50, 50. I don't know the math people. I was only a banker for a few years. I'm not a mathematician. It's different. But three ways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So they have a week to come up with, I think, like $1,500 to pay their rent. But they, they only have petty stuff going on right now. But they decide, oh, there's a way we can get some money. We, we take a, a plane trip somewhere and we say we lose our luggage. And hmm. a whole weird scheme. But it, when they're on the plane, they split up like they don't know each other. Well, Evan Rachel Woods leaves them. And it's the couple together. And sitting next to them is Gina Rodriguez. And they're kind of talking. They're hitting it off. And they decide to bring her in on the con. And they bring her into the group. And Evan Rachel Woods uh, is kind of not a fan of this. And it seems like Gina Rodriguez kind of has the hots for her. And uh, she sees the way that they treat her. And she sees the way that the family is just all fucked up. And she wants to help her and get her out. And she also wants to get in her pants. So it kind of shows them kind of trying to get the cons and pull off money and it shows kind of evan rachel wood's character who is named get this old dalio good old dalio they named her after a homeless man who hit the lottery and became super rich and they were hoping that when he died they would 
somehow the money would go over to her because she has the same name. But he spent all his money trying to hail his illness. These people are the fucking scum of the universe, their parents. (laughs) And, like, it's sad. It's sad. And we find out a little later on that the parents want to have a three-way with Gina Rodriguez. And that's fucking awkward on top of it. And uh, yeah, this movie is fucking bonkers, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's an indie movie. It's it's an go it, if you don't even want to like. Here's here's what the IMDb status. Here's what it says: A woman's life is turned upside down when her criminal parents invite an outsider to join them on a major heist they're planning. So if that doesn't get you riled up, fucking watch the trailer. Dan and Desai used to do like these trailer reaction videos, but. This one never was released. Watch the trailer for Kajillionaire. That's K-A-J-I-L-L-O-N-A-R-E. And it's fucking bonkers. When we saw this, I'm like, oh, man, I got to fucking see this movie. I fucking went to Rhode Island to go watch this in a theater. I was like, fuck you. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, I'd give a Kajillionaire. I'm going to give this uh, three stars. And once again, they're not stars. He doesn't know what he's saying, folks. I promise. We, I, uh, I promise we get I reviews I though. I don't, guys. It's been a long. He's, it's been a long week. I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. I started on a new new movie. I've been working my butt off, and I'm coming up with excuses now. I'm just running my mouth, guys. Uh, Dennis, any questions about Kajillionaire? Where uh, uh, is there any place I can watch it other than the theater at the moment that you know of? Unfortunately, it's uh, only playing in theaters. If oh, it was playing on VOD, I would have rented it. I was hoping it would because it seems like that, but yeah, fortunately, that's not the case. Okay. Uh, this and The Last Shift both are only in theaters, guys. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. keep, keep your eyes peeled. If you if it sounds interesting, go and check it out. That's mm-hmm. Kajillionaire for and, sure. You've caught my attention. I'm I'm definitely sold on checking that one out. And the cast are fucking phenomenal. Like I said, I went from I walked out of the theater and walked next door to go see Kajillionaire after I saw the last shift and it's like seeing Richard Jenkins playing two very distinguished different characters like I said he had a disability in the first one and the next one he's just a scummy old man and not an Mm. asshole it's just like a con man and just not the best father so it's like great to see someone like killing it back to back it's like and fucking deborah winger is great at it and fucking evan rachel woods is great and gina rodriguez these guys are firing in all cylinders it was just a little i don't know something was holding me back from giving it four stars but okay check it out at least check out the trailer it's fucking it's wacky it's fun so yeah tell us how tell, tell us uh, how many slices you'd give you'd give kajillionaire folks dennis do you got anything toasty that you want to talk about that i do i i took a trip back to 2002 to watch a movie that my better half had not seen before and i don't think i've seen for maybe like 10 years and i'm talking about the movie the born identity everyone's well okay maybe not everyone's one of my favorite matt damon movies and franchises this is a if you have not heard or are not familiar it is a kind of kind of a classic government agent turned against the agency he works for kind of story or he's got to stay one step ahead of everyone. Um, But it's it's done with a little twist. It is based on a novel, um, a very longstanding uh, book series that is about the character of the same name. And this was also it follows Matt Damon's character immediately after being sent out on this mission where he's he wakes up in the ocean it cold opens uh, he's out in the he's out in the water he gets picked up on a fishing boat i don't know who the fuck i am who the fuck you are who, tell me who i am i don't know who you are he gets back to shore the kindness of the fishermen's hearts they decide to help him out and as he starts digging a little deeper we he gets uh, he finds some clues that lead him to a bank vault he gets even he which raises even more questions because he finds a big fucking stack of passports inside a safety deposit box with a gun and cash from all over Europe with different names in every passport but all of them have his picture in it so he's just getting even more and more confused as we get deeper into this hole he brings in a uh, another woman who is having some trouble at a US embassy trying to get from one country to another so using her help He's going to try to get to his former apartment where he's hoping to find more information. But now it's become clear 
people are looking for him. There's wanted posters with his face on it, and he has no idea why. He has no idea why he's like... Then he starts coming into contact with people who are just trying to fight him. He's trying to sleep in a park, and these two cops wake him up like, hey, buddy, get off the park bench. You know you can't sleep out here. And one of them tries to strike him, and he knows exactly how to defend himself. Like, he, without thinking, he blocks (laughs) it, and then he takes takes them both cops down, takes the one cop's gun apart, and then proceeds to just bolt off into the night. One of my favorite scenes that I remember from the trailer that is in this movie is this breakdown when he's talking to this the woman he's traveling with while they're sitting in this diner and he just rattles off like yeah i I know i could run flat out for so for so long and you know i can get so many miles down the road i i know i can do this i know which car to hotwire i know which person in this room is probably carrying a gun i know who's going to give me the most static if you know just and it's like i don't know why i know all of these things and you you see where it's going Sure, it's not a story you haven't heard before, but there's something about the way this story this story is told that still stands out to me. I still had an awesome time watching this movie. It still stands out nice. very well, I think. The only thing that really, I think, stuck out, and it, it's, it's how I imagine in any movie of a decade over time, it's going to age, and there's going to be things that show its age. But what I find interesting about this movie is because of when it was made, it's like the technology is interesting. Cell phones would have made a bigger impact in this movie if they were modern smartphones you know like the the story would have to change a little bit this is living in an era of technology where like there's still a lot of i don't know kind of manual things you see floppy disks and shit moving around like there's Dennis, i still see floppy disks what are you talking about so you still My fucking sweet ass computer i'm recording on right now has a floppy disk drive is that, what's that like the five and a half inch the big the actual floppy oh, yeah. the sound when you the bigger the floppier man that's what i always say bigger. get that bad boy in there bigger and floppy I, loading up the fucking Oregon Trail game. I need 17 floppies to install it. <laughs> and at the same point, I gotta go online. Let's get a fucking 30-day trial of AOL on the CD-ROM disc. Plug that phone jack in there. You've got mail. Ooh, I gotta go to a payphone and I gotta beep on my beeper. Oh my god. Boomers! We're dealing with boomers! Boomer alarm! Oh, so we're, we're, we're taking you back. We're taking you back, folks. This is hardcore 2002. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, um, without rattling on, on and on and on about the story, specifics, it's really, it's this man trying to remember who he was, but he clearly has incredible means and you keep getting reminded again and again that this is a guy that is he's done some shit then you find out what the mission was uh, that he was on and it kind of opens pandora's box even with the resolution of the film it seems like a happy ending but you're honestly kind of left with a few more questions which obviously get addressed in the later films which i've seen but also it has been many years i do remember enjoying those as well but born identity if you haven't seen it, it's still a solid movie to go check out. If, you, if you're like me and it's been a long time, it's, it's good to get a refresher. Now, mm. interesting comments my girlfriend had made about it. She had said that the movie was good. It moves at a good pace, but it's not exactly new. It's like it's a story that we've seen a lot of, you know, many, many times. And that's true. Going to be honest, it's not going to be the most original. What's original is how it's being told to you, the style it's being told to you in, the cinematography very much feels oh, yeah. like the era. Like there's a few quick cuts and things that it's just like, oh my God, it's you could go ahead and pop in like the Matrix or something afterwards. It's just action films of this time very much lived in this space. The locations in this movie are fantastic. You are going all over the place. Even within the first few minutes of the movie, you're drastically changed out on the ocean, exterior boat, interior boat. You get to the exterior harbor where we are genuinely at a dock that has been had a recent snow. It's beautiful. Um, You start going into Paris. You start going. We're we're going all over Europe at that point. Now, this is what Paul Greengrass, right? He's the director, writer or Uh, director, right? Doug Lehman is the director of the first Greengrass. It does not come up until later. Um, Fuck. Yeah. Oh, and then the cast uh, having just kind of slid right past that. Of course, Matt Damon recognizable playing Jason Bourne. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> he kills it in that one. Uh, but there's a few faces that kind of pop up that I thought were just kind of fun that a lot of people, uh, for instance, Val didn't realize Julia Stiles is in the movie. And she's just like, she's kind of not oh, in yeah. the movie very much. I'm like, she's a big deal later. You just wait and see mm-hmm. at the other ones. Walton Goggins is one of the research technicians. Well, I love the Goggs. Yes. He's, yeah, a- he's the best, man. I love him. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Clive Owen. He plays another one of like the assassin hitmen. Basically, he's he's a equivalent to Matt Damon's character, Jason Bourne. And do you another think this this character is the same character from the, his famous movie Shoot 'Em Up? You think he's like reprising oh. his role? Nah, it, it couldn't be the... fucking fucking carrots and shit. Yeah, exactly. No, that would be my point because the the skills of his character and Shoot 'Em Up. I think far exceed the skills of his character in Born Identity. If the, if the two had to go toe to toe, shoot him up. Clive Owen would win hands down, in my opinion. So, so you're saying uh, Clive Owen as the character of the assassin in this movie, the Born Identity, was a stinker compared to him in uh, I was about to say Smoking Aces, completely different movie. He's <laughs> yeah. not even in. Another good movie. I, I can't even stay on top of what fucking movie we're talking right. about. That's sad. Right. And I fucking reference the movie too. Fucking shoot him up. This is why I got to mute my mic, man. I go on tangents and I stop you from giving good reviews. Sorry. No, it's all good. They, they, anyway, the, uh, but the, but the cast is, is great. Also, if you do uh, Chris Cooper, he's kind of the main villain. Yeah. Another familiar face. If, uh, he's always good as a bad guy, but he's also, yeah. he's a pretty dynamic actor. Absolutely. And then uh, Brian Cox is kind of like the supervisor, the one most like Coxie. senior in charge of the uh, department that this branch falls under. All, all of it made up. I don't even remember what the fake initials were for their branch of the government, but I kind I love the 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 on screen fucking technical readouts, and they got to do the wipes with the mm. fucking the text popping on screen, and the- there are, there are uh, moments where they're like, you got to zoom in. I can't. You got to enhance it, Chloe. Enhance, enhance. Zoom in. We don't have time, Chloe. I feel like that's a classic in these movies. Do do they zoom in and enhance and 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 re re fucking assess the situation? Edgar Styles, the face. Edgar Styles (laughs) is gonna. Edgar Styles reporting for duty. No, Chloe. Um, sorry. Uh, We we should do a twenty-four podcast. Oh God, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that's a good title, man. Twenty-four-seven-eleven. We we talk about seven-eleven products at the end of the episode. As like, I don't know, we record it. We record it in our local 11s <laughs> I don't have them around every corner like you, but I can find one. I can get into. Okay. And I'll be like, "Excuse me, sir. I need your Wi-Fi password. I need it to talk about twenty-four-seven-eleven, folks. Twenty-four-seven-eleven coming this fall." Um, so, okay. I, I've, I've drug out, uh, born identity enough to, to sum it up. Great espionage government film. If you like the spies running away from everyone else and getting into hijinks, it is a, still a solid action movie and I'm giving it three slices. It's Ooh. still great. It, there, originality is probably the only point I'm going to ding it for because it's, it's not like a totally unique film. But I have a great time watching it, so not going to be shy about giving it all three of those slices. That's not bad. It's weird. I, I don't fully remember that movie, but whenever I think of this movie, I think of two other movies, and now I kind of think of three. I think about, I believe in the beginning of, like, I want to say, or at some point in the Dawn of the Dead remake, I feel like they're watching this. I could be wrong. Fact check me and let me know at movie underscore toast. But I know for sure they show a clip of this in a 40 year old virgin. And they're just like talking about how great Matt Damon is. And I always think of that. Oh, that's funny. Now, it's yeah, great, it's and then, the Dawn of the Dead remake because on the DVD I used to watch Born Identity, mm-hmm. there is a trailer for that version of Dawn of the Dead. So just that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, and then I, they kind of t- the movie I, I sadly did not like as much as I'd hoped that they kind of tied in with his uh the J uh, the movie Jane Silent Bob reboot. They bring in um Matt Damon as a character from Dogma, and they kind of make it seem like after the events of Dogma, he becomes born. And there's like a whole hokey joke in there. But now I always think of that when I think of this. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I have to. It's in my you have soul. to, yeah. Send uh, it out to the world. Let it be known. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, and then, then letter editor uh, are, are good. Buddy, uh, Mike, uh, cut that out because nobody gives a fuck about what I uh, what I have to say. Unless we're talking about Shrekcaster twenty four seven eleven. Bringing those two like to great you next says, spring. You got to sift through the duds. <laughs> uh, movie toast, your old news, your old <laughs> toast. You burnt. You are done. You burnt. You basic. Okay. <laughs> I think we got we got uh, another couple of reviews. What I think you you got yeah. the, buddy? What's uh what you got serving up to us? 
All right, I have another movie here called Save Yourselves. And uh, it's interesting. It's about this couple. They're kind of hipsters. We see them like they're relying on technology and they want to just fucking unwind. They want to disconnect for a week. The uh, buddy of theirs is like, hey, you can go stay at my ca- uh, cabin in the woods that I just got. And yeah, I think it'd be good for you guys. So they go, they they decide we're going to turn off our phones. We're not bringing our laptops. We're just going to we're gonna focus on our, our relationship and we're going to focus on making ourselves better. And so that happens. And uh, they're out there and they kind of realize, fuck, we have like no life skills. Uh, we'd be terrible parents. The, the guy's like, I'm not I, I'm not really a man. I can't do man things. And like. <laughs> and it's like then they kind of get at one another and they're like kind of fed they're they're, they're kind of sad because they realize their life's kind of crumbling around them and they're in their 30s and okay. raring on 40 what are man things like what are some of the things he can't do okay so this is what he was talking about he's like uh he he says his brothers his dad uh taught his brothers how to like change oil in their car and go hunting and play sports. And those are just things that he doesn't have any uh, abilities at. And there's a funny scene uh, when he gets fed up later, he goes outside and there's an ax and some wood. He tries to pick up a log to split, but it's too heavy. So he then picks up a small one and he winds up getting ready to do it. And he, and it doesn't split it in half when he, when he hits the log, it gets stuck in there. And then we, we cut to his girlfriend inside and you just see him struggling, trying to get the ax out of there. Uh, <laughs> it's just little, little funny things, but it turns out as that's happening, the world is being invaded by aliens. What? Excuse me. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause uh, they, they notice that they, 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 they're, they're walking one day and they're like, Hey, what's that? thing in the corner there was that there earlier and they're like yeah i guess that was there what is it Uh, i guess it's called a poof so they're these cute little aliens that look like these little poofy circular things they're all different colors they're they're furry they're poofy and uh then we find out later on that they are from uh from another planet we don't fully know what's happening, um, <laughs> but they're they're they they're going after ethanol. They're they're siphoning everything oh. with ethanol. Okay. So these guys are trying to escape. Their car got destroyed because they siphoned out ethanol, uh, and they they uh, so they're like fuck. And then they there's a barn right there, and they find a, an old truck that runs on diesel, and they're like, all right, cool. And it turns out it's stick shift, and one of them kind of knows how to do it, and they they end up finding a um another truck coming down the road and there's an alien and, and, and it's attacking them in their cars. So they get out of the car and they try shooting him. The aliens killed this couple. And we see in the back of the truck, an old lady gets out, grabs the gun that the, the lady that got killed by the alien had, and then steals their truck. The <laughs> alien stole <laughs> the ethanol nuts. out of. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but this is, this movie is called save yourselves. Um, it's currently in, a couple of theaters, uh, but I believe it comes on VOD this Tuesday. It came out on VOD. So All by right. the time this episode's out, you can rent it or buy it digitally. I think this is a really fucking good movie. I, I went in and I'm like, I don't like hipsters. Oh, man, fuck this movie. And it's it's kind of, I don't know. It has some faces that look slightly familiar, but you know, I don't know their names normally. And I'm like, I'll see it, I guess. But I'm going to give Save Yourselves 35 slices of toast it's yeah. really i okay. i laughed my ass off in this movie so hard in many scenes and it's just the fact that like they don't make comedies like this like as i was describing it i'm like it starts off you just think they're hipsters trying to fucking unwind and then the aliens come in and it just gets bonkers insane and the aliens are deadly but they're so fucking cute and adorable oh man <laughs> that's funny yeah damn oh well yeah. you certainly told me sir i gotta i gotta check out save yourselves here I thought it was going to be this abstinence film, and look at that! <laughs> I am not, yeah. I am not let down. There you go. Good, good. I'm, ha- I'm happy. Yeah, I, I definitely suggest anybody go out there and check it out because it's. I want to give it four stars, but I'm like, for why, why do I keep saying stars, Dennis? Fuck me. I you uh, know, you'll get there. <laughs> we're not, we're not I, I haven't seen stars okay. in the past. This um, movie, this yeah. Space toast. It's not movie star. It's not movie constellations. I don't know. Fuck it. No, I, like, I like space toast or whatever you said. Space, space star. Uh, oh, boy. Space but uh, yeah, no, something something was keeping me away from four because I want to be very selective with what I give four. But 
this oh, sure. was very close to being a four slicer. Damn, nice. But okay. yeah, that's that's quite the yeah. statement, though. That says a lot right there. Yeah. From a movie, I had zero expectations in and I'm just like, I want to see something different. I want to want to see a comedy. So, yeah, I'm happy I checked it out. I thought I was going to love the other two movies I reviewed earlier more, but I literally Saturday morning, I went to Rhode Island to see. No, sorry. I so I earlier I said I went to Rhode Island to see those other two movies. I saw them in mass. I went to Rhode Island to see this movie, Save Yourselves. Mm. And then I left there and went to Massachusetts like an hour away to see the the last two movies. So I, I was having a good time watching them. Damn, and I was nice. excited to talk about them. Yeah. But now when I saw that we got the screener for this next movie. I was like, I got to fucking I got to I got to I literally I saw it this morning that we were recording it. I was up till 5 a.m. I was tired. I was ready to go to bed. But I saw this screeners come through the email and I'm like, I'm fucking staying up and watching this fucking movie. Dennis, you want to want to talk about the movie right now? Oh, absolutely. As, as we teased before, this is this is the uh, a new film coming out on Apple TV plus titled On the Rocks. It is starring Rashida Jones, Bill Murray, directed by directed and written by Sofia Coppola, mm-hmm. co-starring uh, Marlon Wayans. We got a little Jenny Slade in there. Oh, yeah, it's. This was a good movie. I it was very interesting. Mm. It's I wasn't sure. Well, even watching the trailer, I kind of got the impression I thought it was going to be like a father, just a father daughter story. But mm-hmm. the title of the film should have tipped the hat a little more. <laughs> being on the rocks, and not I, I thought drink. it was like a joke about alcohol. That's what I was. I was expecting sure. a father daughter thing about alcohol. Honestly, we're, yeah, we're gonna like see them at the bar all the time. Like that's gonna be their where they meet up or that's how they socialize with each other. And that's even the art, the clip art or the poster for the movie, yep. I think, yep. is them at a bar with alcohol. Actually, Rashida Jones and Marlon Wayans, first scene of the movie, we're seeing their wedding. And mm-hmm. it looks like it is a fairy tale wedding. It's beautiful. They have this incredible hotel. They clearly have mm-hmm. like the the wedding or honeymoon suite. Beautiful, most beautiful day of their lives. And then we cut to some years later. They have two mm-hmm. kids. He has a very successful, very busy career in a some type of online. It is some type of social media influencer thing. They have a big party mm-hmm. when they hit 500,000 followers and, or some some shit, which also I was like, that's kind of a low number, right? I don't what is Yeah, it? yeah. Doing? To be throwing a major glamorous party. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. But hey, it's more than uh, more than I've had in anything I've done. I suppose this, okay, okay. If we framing it like that, it just seemed like it was a a, a low, <laughs> a low number yeah. for, for this big deal. But that's that's not even the point of it. The you're coming to find out, uh, Rashida Jones. She's she's an author who's been struggling with writing, and she kind of seems to be in a little bit of a a slump. And mm-hmm. it, it's their wedding that may be on the rocks because she's starting to think Marlon Wayans may be running around on her. There's a few. So, I mean, they're very subtle things, but she. But they're help. big. They're yeah, yes. It's it's like if you focus, if you focus on what she just saw, it's like oh shit. And I I got to admit, the back and forth as as the audience member, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to rationalize what we see, but it's like, but wait a minute, yep. But it could be, and I yeah, I went back and forth the whole time. I'm like, oh my god, is he? No, he isn't. Is he? No, he isn't. Because when you meet Marlon. He's not like you're you're he's not like what you're used to in the comedy. It's like scary yes, movie. For sure. He's just like uh, he's he's a loving husband. He's a loving father. But he's always traveling with this very attractive woman going to these exotic locations. And going oh, to, man, when, bars, first, when, when, we, uh, yeah, when we first meet him and her years later, when he meets up with her and what happens, I was like, oh, fuck, man, this. Oh, no, no, fuck. Yeah. No, I don't like this. And then later, I'm like, I could justify it. All right, he he had a good excuse for that. But then, oh, he can't justify that. Uh, maybe yep. he can. And the thing is, she talks to her friends and stuff about this, and they're like, Ah, no, it's he's he, he's a loving guy. It's he, he, you're you're just reading into it. Yes. But her father, played by Bill Murray, who is a ladies' man, he's the smoothest guy you've ever met. Oh, he yeah. just. All around. He's Bill fucking Murray, essentially, in this. He, he and he's with every woman him. he comes across. Uh-huh. Like, it's... And, yeah. <laughs> it's so and funny. even the scene where they get pulled over by police officers, he's fucking speeding around in a roadster in New York City, and they get pulled over, and, and there's, an, there's a bottle of alcohol there, and uh, you think, oh, shit, stuff's gonna go down. He, he smooth talks the fuck cops. Yeah, oh, and then he, he gets them to push him away as he speeds away from them. Yeah. Oh, man. So anyways, Bill Murray's like, no, 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 honey. 
he is fucking around on you. He is cheating on you, and I'm going to help you fucking to find out what he's doing. I'm going to, he hires private investigators to follow him. They go on stakeouts to follow him. And it's like, Oh wow. And like you find out that he's divorced from her mother. He's never been there for the family yeah. and everyone else in the family hates him except for Rashida. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. And Bill Murray is firing on all cylinders. Oh, uh, Rashida God. Jones, she is so fucking good in this movie. Like she is like a strong, independent woman who's just been through the ringer and she's trying to be the best mother she can. And you even see the interactions with other mothers that try talking to her and she just doesn't have yeah. time for it. Yeah, they they um, God damn it. Sorry. It, no, I was trying to contribute to that and I like. You were just saying everything I wanted to say. Um, no, it, it, she does a great job of portraying this person who's honestly giving giving it their all. And then just having that moment that is, seems very, very human of like, well, shit, what what if this is what's happening? You know, what if this is happening? Mm-hmm. And you, as, as Adam Eibel said, as an, the audience member, you go back and forth several times. And I think, in my opinion, they did a great job of really making you doubt uh, both directions. Oh yeah. You really kept having to think about it over and over again. And uh, Bill Murray's character, he's, he's so endearing. He can charm the pants off of just about anyone. He complete strangers. He can start telling stories and people love him, but it's apparent. He's got like this other side to him that it's alluded into the past. He, he cheated on their mother, uh, Rashida Jones mother. And it, it was mm-hmm. obvious. He didn't even try to hide it. It was very, very apparent in her words. But he still had like, but he still loves her. The, he still has yeah. much love to give his family. He seems to just understand, okay, I fucked, you know, I fucked up. I did that wrong. I don't think and that's doing he, that to you. And that that's why exactly why he wants to catch Marlon Wayans. He's like, I did this to your mother. And if I can do it, your husband certainly can do it too. Yes. And it's it's heartbreaking because you, you want to be rooting for this couple. And yeah, fuck, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, the movie is shot beautifully. I'm not normally a big fan of Sofia Coppola's movies, but I'm like something about this one. I'm like, I, I'm really excited about it. And it seems like a personal movie. Like it's 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 beautiful. It's it's amazing. And Bill Murray is oh man. If if you thought you know Bill Murray, he, he he's still I don't know what I'm saying. He's just great. Everyone's so good. Even the kids are good in this movie. Oh man. yeah. Oh, they're so cute too. They like they. Yeah. I just they felt like a family. I those there's so mm-hmm. those moments they had in the apartment going to and from school. There's so many just real things. And the daughter throws the the cup down on the ground and yeah. has to stop. You know, like it almost seemed like that wasn't even like I felt like that perfect. just happened. Yeah. Like it was so perfect. I agree. Uh, uh, even uh, Marlon Wayans, he did an awesome job in this in just yeah. playing, playing that character of we, although technically we actually don't see him a whole lot on camera, but that's the point where we're, mm-hmm. we're like Rashida, we're left kind of longing for wanting to see her husband to fit, to fill out the story as he is the other half of the story. It's an interesting way of presenting the character to you. He pulls, he plays it so well and fueling yeah. it out because he's genuinely doing these things. And it's, he's, he's giving the honest, like he, uh, he appears to be giving the honest answer and it seems skewed to yeah. us because it's like, well, the filter we- that we're looking in. Cause she like, he'll send texts to his wife and like, be like, Oh, I'll meet you here. I'm running late at the office. And, and then like, you kind of see him, uh, it seems like there's flirtation going on with his, uh, his counterpart at work and it just it's yeah. sketchy as shit everything and, is painted in like in a in a light that it's it's excellent like they just did a great yeah. job of framing the situation so that you're doubting everything alongside it i know i keep hitting that note over and over again but it's it's still an interesting ride it's not like a mystery story so much it's just this kind mm-hmm. of romantic drama that I, I thought the whole uh, overall, the film was was really sweet and touching, yeah. but also sad and a little funny at all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a perfect combination. You have some comedic geniuses in this movie and they're not they're not playing it up for chuckles. They're playing serious and yes, stoic. And it's it's not only like about a marriage on the rocks. It's also about a father and daughter coming together yeah. again. It's beautiful. Oh, oh absolutely. 
So like I, it's, oh, oh. It, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was, um, I was about to start slicing, but I, not if you oh. got more, more commentaries. Yeah, no, I, I just, I got, I got a little bit of tidbits. Oh, give us those crumbs, um, sir. Sprinkle them out. Yeah. Sprinkle them out for so us. A couple of weeks ago, um, Sophia Coppola was on a uh, podcast that I love, uh, Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. Oh, sweet. She was on talking about this movie and, uh, like she didn't even know if uh, Bill Murray was going to come and be in it. But uh, the story itself, like apparently this type of thing happened to one of her friends and she's like, this would be a great fucking movie. And so she just like kind of based uh, this off oh, of her shit. friend's life. Yeah. And uh, if, if you want to hear more about this movie, if, if you're waiting to see it, I definitely would say uh, seek out wherever you get podcasts, armchair expert uh, episode with Sophia Cop- Coppola, like it's it's interesting hearing like the stuff that she went into making this movie and just in general her filmmaking and everything it, it's it's pretty powerful. Nice. And like I said, she's done a lot of movies, but this one is my favorite. Like I feel like the other ones are kind of pretentious, and this no, I'm not gonna lie, it still has pretentiousness in it, and but something about it just struck me so 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 sharply. It that, feels very yeah. human and very raw because it, I feel like these are very normal things. Uh, or at least things a lot of people either have gone through or have seen up close. Like you've witnessed it happen mm-hmm. to someone else. And, and, and like you were saying like how, how it felt like she's now a mother and all this stuff's going on. She did say that she's like, I that's coming from a place of truth. That's after I had my kids, I wanted to start portraying what life is really like when you hit this certain age. And I feel like I'm not there. I don't have kids. I, I, I I'm not successful, but I'm like, I feel like she hit the fucking nail on the head and she did it so perfectly on this. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, that's a training example of her skill. That's for sure. I very, Mm. everything about the, like the, the tempo of the film itself was nice. I never felt like it drug on too long. This, those shots that were, that ran a little long kind of gave a, you know, like with the, um, the robot vacuum, and mm. I, I kind of liked those little touches of it was building in these kind of comedic moments and just living in the scene for an extra minute yeah. and soaking that in because you still added a little more. Exactly. And then seeing Rashida like I, I, I feel like for a second, I'm like, oh, she's she's passed out. She's sleeping. But then I feel like after you see the robot hit stuff, you see the frustration on her face, like just the pain she's going through. Yo, with yeah. With just slight, slight facial and, and eye stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like. Normally, if you linger like that, it's a detractor to me. But like you said, it just soaks in everything. Yeah, absolutely. So perfectly. Yeah. So how many how many slices are you given uh, on the rock? Oh, dude, I, I honestly I think I'm going to give it a four slicer. Oh, shit. I, I know it's a big one. I, I, I it's far superior. It went past what I expected. It delighted me. It, uh, it like I said. I watched this at like five o'clock in the morning and I was so fucking sleepy when I started it. I, I, I stood awake. I was watching it. I was intrigued. I, I didn't fall asleep. And that says a lot. Cause I fall asleep so fucking easily. Even <laughs> watching anything. Ask, yeah. As late as you were. Watching so I'm like, it. damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I saw three movies that day. I watched another movie with the previous co-host of the show that I'm not going to review here. Uh, I might do a movie crumbs on it. And then I watched this. So this was the fucking, fifth movie of a whole 24 hour cycle for me. <laughs> and if it kept me that interested and I'm talking hours later after watching it so passionately, I got to give it four slices. That's a lot for God, me. Yeah, man. Well, all right. Yeah. That's it. What, what about you? Where, where, where are you living at with the slice scale? I'm, I'm going to give it a three and a three point five, three and a half. Okay. It's, that's legit. I, I, and I don't like now next to your review, it's like, I don't even want it to sound insulting. It, no, it's not. That's a, your take. We, we, that's the thing. It would. I, I like genuinely. If you have if you have access to the platform, please go check it out. It is a solid mm-hmm. movie. Just for fans of the cast itself, please you know enjoy that. And then of course you have the name of the director. That alone is going to bring mm-hmm. you know eyeballs to it. But yeah, no, three point five slices for me, sir. Good. And like we said, right now, this is playing in select theaters, more, uh, more like indie theaters. I don't even know if theaters are open wherever you're listening to the show. But if you uh, have Apple TV Plus, you can start streaming this for free on October 23rd. Um, and I'm pretty sure I don't know if it's going to be able to be bought or rented. But 
if 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 you don't have the platform, I'd say even just try, sign up for a trial or sign up for a month and watch this, and then cancel it because it's uh it's cheaper than buying a movie ticket, and it's great. You can watch it at home. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to sell this way too fucking much. I'm I'm a salesman now. It's I no, I and not for the wrong reasons. It is a solid solid movie. Yeah, absolutely, man. No, that's I'm I'm glad we got to end it on such a high note, especially something we've we got to rate so high. I I think mm-hmm. that's our first uh four and three point or no. We have, I think we had one other that was like that. But. Yeah, I threw away some fucking four uh slices a couple of weeks ago when we opened the scale but like i said i'm holding it for high stuff and i loved the fucking movie save yourselves but i love this a little bit more so that's why i'm like fuck it i'm, I'm committing to this I, I wasn't sure if you were gonna give it four but hey four and three and a half fucking stellar in our, our opinion oh absolutely yes sir yeah. yes sir so that's a that's a nice uh pile of flicks for the folks out there that's there's some in good good reviewed stuff we, not, nothing we're crapping on this week. Yeah, that's kind of nice and refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, last week's uh, massacre of us talking some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. We needed, needed <laughs> to bounce back. We needed to bounce back from that one, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, man, that was a that was another good one. F- 54 mm-hmm. in the books. Be ready for 55. You just wait. I think ooh, Halloween ooh. themes are coming down the pipeline. Oh, dude, I'm going to I'm going to give you a spoiler alert next week. I'm going to be talking about the new Netflix original Halloween oh. Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I'm excited. There we I go. know it's going to be a goofy fucking movie, but I'm so fucking pumped. Yeah. Hey, I don't know what else comes out next week? The, um, yeah. I just saw a trailer. Now I'm trying to find it now. So I feel bad. Bear with me just a moment. Let me get the title because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But you might already know. I imagine you've probably already seen it and you might know what I'm about to get to, but it was a intrigued. Oh, we're talking about American pie girls rule the girl version of American pie coming straight to DVD. I doubt that, you know, the war with grandpa starring fucking, uh, Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken. Unfortunately, no, this was a, uh, was it vampires in the Bronx? Oh, yes. I really want to watch that. Yeah. Vampires versus Brooklyn. Like, the Bronx, yeah. Like we we watched the trailer after we watched Bad Teacher tonight, and like Sarah's like, "Wait, is this a gentrification movie with vampires?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it is." It is. <laughs> oh, dude, I I maybe that could be a joint review if you want to watch. I don't know. I'm looks, excited. I was about it. I was halfway through the trailer I would, and I was I, sold. I'm like, "Yep, I'm already fucking watching this." I would have watched it this week, but like I said, I, I went and saw three movies, and then I oh, was yeah. excited for this one. So I'm like, I can't do. Five oh movies no, no, no! You're week. yeah, you're already a mad movie movies. No, we get, yeah. we're we're going on theme this week, folks. You just wait and see. We're gonna have some some horror, some horror coming your way. Ooh yeah! Already. All right. Well, uh, hey guys, uh, gals, everyone in between, uh, please uh, check us out on all the social medias. Like I'm talking fucking Instagram. I'm talking fucking Twitter. I'm talking Facebook. I'm talking Reddit. I'm talking fucking Discord, all at movie underscore toast. Uh, and there's some other places you can check us out. I don't know, Dennis, where We're else? We're on the YouTube. We got some we got some watchables. Ooh. You should go and have a look see. There's some there's you know, actually get to look at our mugs. We we have our our personal Instagram accounts as well, which you can find through the movie toast account. But we, we, we like to we like to share some stuff with you. Look at look at our pretty faces. Yeah. So so YouTube is at movie toast news and reviews and uh right now we're editing a series of uh shows called toasty talk which uh we uh talk to our audience and ourselves about our our favorites and we kind of just talk the nitty-gritty about films and stuff so if you want to talk to us about movies and stuff please get at us and let us know at any of those places we mentioned just hashtag toasty talk so we can interview you and you can be a part of this fucking kick-ass fucking programming block that we're putting together. Yes, on sir. You you said it, man. Well, I think that was all the all the business, the business that we got to do at the end of the show. The huge come come mm-hmm. check out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm already looking forward to next week, man. It's gonna yeah, man. Horror, horror week, horror month, spookies, spookies oh, yeah. out. Ooh, maybe we should review Count Cocaine. Maybe we should <laughs> do a fucking a fucking. Uh, Commentary oh, track I, I agree. I'm down for that, Ugh. sir. You just wait and see, folks. You'll see oh, some fun boy. stuff that this man over here, Mr. Movie Toaster Adam himself, wrote and directed. This is 
This this is a good one. Oh boy, yeah. Maybe maybe we should loop that in with fucking uh, vampires at first. Oh, the Bronx or Brooklyn, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we have a vampire double feature. Nice. We'll have a PG thirteen and yeah. an R, and uh, yeah, and maybe we can get like up to like fifteen views on YouTube Woo-woo. for Coco Can. That would that would be. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. All right. Dennis, I, I thank you this week. Uh, I, I, I'm excited. It was great talking oh, yeah, to you course. this week. It's always man. good talking to you. Never enough. And always about yeah. some some interesting flicks, that's for sure. All, always a good one. Yeah. Well, everybody, mm-hmm. I'm glad you stuck around. Listen to another another episode. And as always, we're going to wish you to stay toasty. Wish you. What the? F- what was that? I, mean, <laughs> I wish you fair toast. Good sir. Yes. So we wish you a Merry Toastmist <laughs> and a Happy Toastier. Oh, God, that's there you go. That'll be the new holiday fin, uh, out right there. <laughs> uh, it's it's the it's like the uh, if Christmas and Hanukkah are, are competing, uh, I think uh, Christmas and Toastmist. Uh, no, Christmas and uh, Festivish should go head <laughs> yeah. to head. There you go. I like that. Oh, all right. Let, let's end this. Let's let's let these people free yeah, let's, for the duration of their day yep. or night. And tra- <laughs> uh, thanks. Stay toasty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>